0: Hi, I'm Ann Frazier and welcome to another edition of Bringing Hope to Alzheimer's. I am sitting here with one of my very dear friends. This is Michelle Gerard and she works for the Alzheimer's Association Heartland. Um, And so um, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about when my parents uh, both were diagnosed with Alzheimer's um, and dementia, we did not know where to turn. We had two people. And uh, so The first thing I did was I turned to the Alzheimer's Association and immediately was met with a lot of support uh, through the whole time. It was about three years before they passed young, and they provided such great resources for us and support. I had one of the social workers' personal cell phone number, and I didn't abuse that by any means, but every once in a while we would have a crisis that I did not know what to do, and she took great care of us. So tell me, that was in 2012, so that's been a while. So tell me some of the programs that you guys have now and what's going on with
1: the Alzheimer's Association here in Kansas City. Okay, so um, the Heart of America chapter here in Kansas City covers 65 counties. We have lots of resources available. We have resources in our office that so folks can come in and be um, have the ac- have access to the resources in the office. Um, we also have a one eight hundred line um, that can be called that you can use for a variety of things. So, if someone's in crisis mode, and let's say um, you know dad is out on the sidewalk and mom can't get him back in, um, they can call and get a master level clinician on the phone and talk through ways and techniques maybe to get him back inside. Also, if you've recently had a diagnosis of Alzheimer's and dementia, you can call the 1-800 number and they can kind of navigate you through that new diagnosis, give you ideas and questions um, to ask your provider, possibly give you some ideas on maybe some testing that they should have. So the 1-800 number is a great resource. The other is we are really out in the community right now. That is primarily my role um, to be out in the community and Providing the resources for our community and making people aware that we actually have some educations and programs that are available. And Anne, this ties in really well with your mission. Um, the understanding Alzheimer's and dementia, it just kind of helps with the resources that are provided. The, the, what I would probably call the old cliche, you know, eating right, exercising, keeping your brain active with word puzzles and things like that. So just, um, and you know, we're, we're looking at, Folks in our community to provide that for working you know people mm-hmm. that are still of your age range or right. my age range that are working um, so that we can help keep the diagnosis away and help the preventative of alzheimer 's and dementia.
0: that is exactly what i 'm all about so Let's just talk a little bit about the difference, again, between Alzheimer's and dementia. Because a lot of people, I've explained it before in my podcast, but a lot of people seem to get those confused. So tell me the difference between those. Okay.
1: So one of the core programs that we have is all, is understanding Alzheimer's and dementia. And it kind of starts, um, we have a chronological order of our program, starting with kind of the nuts and bolts of the disease process. Um, and that would be understanding Alzheimer's and dementia. So it talks about dementia being the umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alzheimer's is one of the types of dementia. There's hundreds of different types of dementia, Alzheimer's, Lewy bodies, Uh, Parkinson's, not Parkinson's, but vascular. Mm -hmm. So lots of different types of dementia under that umbrella.
0: Right, very good. And then you guys also do support groups, which and, and I found with my parents, um, I went to a couple support groups because you are kind of isolated. It's a very isolating thing for family members, especially if you're the caregiver of a family member. Um, but I also found that it was hard for me to find someone to watch my parents so I could go to that. But tell me about how you guys do some support groups now.
1: So recently, we've started some really um, unique support groups in that we have it's kind of a dual support group, so to speak. So we have the support group side for the caregiver and they're welcome to bring their loved one um, to the support group. And then in another room, we have programming going on. So a lot of times the challenge is finding someone to take care of your loved one while the caregiver gets away and goes to the support group. Um, So that way it's great. They don't have to worry about finding someone to watch or stay with the caregiver or sorry, with the uh, person living with dementia. um, And they can kind of, both be engaged and that's that sort fantastic of thing at the, at yeah the that's fantastic
0: because that was my biggest problem I just could not find enough people who are willing to give up a couple hours of their evening that I could go to that so that's fantastic and then you guys have are there any other things that you guys do um, that you want to mention here
1: Yes, so we're doing some things um, also in the community. We have a, a memory cafe going on right now, um, which is a is once a month, and one of our community educators um, and support group facilitator is is hosting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they are doing a variety of different things. This last month they had a. St. Patrick's Day theme. So, all very um, geared. Most of the time has a theme and really engaged. I was actually there. Um, It was actually the first one. I was there and just kind of observed, and everybody there. It was great. Everybody was engaged. I love that. Um, The other thing that we're doing is we have a jam session that we host every month in um, conjunction with the library. And so, it happens at the library. Um, We have some volunteers that are musicians. And so they come out and they do a jam session and play all kinds of fun things. And that's always really well attended. You know, as we know, music is one of the last things that that goes with those folks. So the jam session is great. The other is we're doing a new um, program called Bass Balls. It's bass and then ALZ. Okay. um, And it's all um, geared... Around baseball and the museum that we have here in Kansas City, so that's that's really something that is new to our chapter. But we're we're just starting that and getting it going. So it's great, wow. great as well. You guys have
0: a lot going on. Yes, you're doing a lot because during the pandemic it was really tough because you know so many things were shut down and it took a lot of especially um, you know whether it's companies or whether it's it's uh, for profit, non for profits to get people back in the office and and be able to be there when if people stop by and want to help or whatever. So I'm glad that you guys are you're back in the office, you're back getting um, back out into the community. And you were telling me that you guys have a cool program. And I think this is phenomenal. Um, Tell me a little bit about first responders and what you're doing with them.
1: So we have a new program uh, here in our area for first responders. Um, we've created a training. There was actually a national a training that came out through national, but we've, we've tweaked it a bit for our, for our area. You know, every um, state and area is going to be a little bit different. Um, but we are actually getting ready to this month, the middle of this month, we are launching this training for first responders in Johnson County. And we will be reaching 900 first responders in Johnson County.
0: That's So that is so,
1: so exciting. Um, I live in Miami County, and so I wanted to give back to my own community. So I've been talking with them, and we're doing something very similar. I met with them yesterday. Um, Same type of thing with the video. It's really difficult for them to all get together and be, you know, we'd love to do something in person. um, But it's just easier to do a video, still reaching, you know, the same amount of people, if not more. So. Super excited. I think we've all probably had an instance where we've seen someone with a first responder, an interaction with a first responder. Um, So I think this is one of those sectors that is um, missed Mm -hmm. and really needed. Mm -hmm. So super excited about that.
0: I really love that. Um, I always said when I had my parents, um, they don't walk around with a sign on their forehead that says I have Alzheimer's. And so sometimes uh, people's reaction to them, you know, we might be at, I might have been at a store with my mom and my mom says something to the salesperson and then turns around and says it again right afterwards and just keeps repeating it. And the salesperson is just looking at me like, what is going on? And so it's so important for people to be trained on how to respond, especially if somebody's in crisis yeah. makes it even that much worse. So I love that. Talk to me real quick about you're involved in the gala yes so why are you involved in the gala
1: and what do you do so i am involved in the gala because of you and I. I had a conversation originally um about TLD and you know I just was there the first year and so excited about what you had accomplished um and I remember having that conversation like how are we going to grow this and so the second year um just jumped on the committee I this year I'm involved in um the silent auction and live auction items so I'm the chair of that committee and doing great yeah so um we are we are and you know well uh, in front of where we were last year I think as far as collecting donations Um, we just had a blitz a couple weeks ago and that was really fun you know out in the community just sharing what we're doing and people are excited people want to get involved they want to be a a part of something bigger so um, yeah I'm just really looking forward to the gala
0: yeah well I appreciate you Michelle has been great in the Kansas City community in so many different ways, and she is working now at the Alzheimer's Association, and what an asset you are um, to the already great programs that they have. You've just been, uh, I think you're just where you were meant to be. And, and your love and your heart for people who have dementia is infectious and I love it. So thank you so much for coming today and being here. And if you want to get a hold of the Alzheimer's Association and Michelle and all the things that she's um, involved with, you'll find her information here in uh, below in this podcast. And we appreciate you tuning in today and we'll see you next time.